Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate. Uh, it's good to be back. Thank you uh, very good much. Good to have you back. Annie. Thank you. Um, Annie did a fantastic job filling in for me, in a way. Or you did a fantastic job filling in for me, and Annie did a fantastic job filling in for you, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Who, who filled in for Annie then? Good question. Left. Yeah, left to ask her. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was a uh, yeah. It's good to be back. Anyways, and uh, it's good you know, to have you back. Did you actually listen every, to the full episode though? Uh, I'm not through the full one. I just uh, what was the last part? I think the the BDE. Which thank you for still doing that save segment. And that's exactly what I oh, would have yeah. picked because. What else would it, you have picked? There was <laughs> nothing else to pick besides Linus Allmark scoring that goal. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so no, I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, um, but it feels to weird fair, to not. Yeah. So. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it was. Oh, like yeah. To, like, yep. Sorry. So we're, our mojo's all thrown off. Now we're just talking at the same time. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, I. I've, I guess, in a way, listened to every TQR episode before because, like, I experience it, like, I live it. So, yeah. And then any of the ones that I have missed, I have actually gone back and listened to. So, which haven't been many, to be fair. No, yeah, it hasn't. But been. yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, for the, like the Monday episode as well with Annie there that uh, that her and I did, that's a two and a half hour episode. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there yeah. there is a lot there, but. Uh, yeah, because like you guys didn't just talk about the well, games; yeah. like you talked about kind of the season as a whole, and just kind of got a different perspective on it. Which, yeah, exactly. I think I think it was good. So, yeah. So yeah, just had a just had a good time there. So, yeah, but you know, but, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming now. Um, and thank you again to uh, Annie if you enjoyed have uh, listened to her on on the last episode. Uh, you can give her a follow if you're not already uh, at Sweet Annie Od on Twitter. And uh, yeah, she's uh, very active and on Inst- there. So yeah, and Instagram and TikTok—it's all the same handle. So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, but yeah, back to uh, the she put, out a, she put out a great video for uh, Patrick Kane getting traded to the Rangers. Oh, okay. I'll just leave you with that. So I know, Carter, you're not on TikTok, so I'll, no. I'll send it to you later. But yeah. for anybody else, though, who is on TikTok, uh, yeah, definitely go check it out. So Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so now that uh, I'm back, everything is just back to normal. We're just going to be going, you know, here's this game, here's this game, here's random tangent number one, random Oh, and there he's gone. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You've, now you've gone and screwed up our everything, all the order and all that stuff. Um, upcoming games, goals update for uh, your Wednesday. A little bit, a uh, little bit of what's quack. Oh, you changed the what's quacking. Interesting. 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 Yes, because I remembered this. I did have something on reserve just in case. So okay, Perfect. I I have not been able to do much social media outside of like kind of my my usual couple of things here and there on my personal and uh, duck stuff primarily because I've just been mm-hmm. so swamped with schoolwork and exams and that kind of stuff. Like local time right now for us, it's 11, 11.05, um, 10.05 Pacific. Uh, I, I have a midterm tomorrow at 9 a.m. We're probably going to be here <laughs> for an hour and then... Good, good hour, just yeah. Because my body hates me, it'll be like half an hour to an hour to just like settle down to be able to go to sleep so yeah. it's, it's gonna be a night we'll say the least yeah. we'll just we'll, we'll say that so <laughs> yeah. um if uh you are also you know doing something early in the morning and don't want to stay all the way to the end for the gulls update here's the quick one from ali gulls lost <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to the rest tomorrow <laughs> um <laughs> the uh, uh rory saying uh and this is a good way to get into the the conversation here. I think on this most recent game against the Capitals, uh, Zegers getting benched uh, is a Eakins W. Absolutely, we'll come back to that. Yeah, I think. just to give me a second. Ali says that uh, you guys are all out of sync now. Um, also saying <laughs> Annie's TikTok is very funny, and we got Lucas joining in the chat. What's up, boys? Tough loss in overtime. Yeah, it was. Okay. What's up, Lucas? Oh, and Ali. Same feeling, Nate. I have 24 days until my final assignment is due for grad school. RIP. Oof. Best of luck. Oof. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, a, best of long, luck. a long uh, caffeine and inf- or caffeine fueled <laughs> 24 days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow morning's, tomorrow morning's midterm is my fourth of the week. And it's I wrote, the fourth. Yeah. Day I, I, I wrote week, two so. on Monday. And like we had school off last week. And mm. even then, like from the Monday to the Saturday, I'll say, because my Sunday's pretty filled up normally. Um, Monday to the Saturday was just working on assignments that would have been due this week, which I also had four of. Um, and I kid you not, probably worked on like started around noon, 1 p.m. and didn't finish until midnight. My profs hate me. <laughs> yeah. Ellie wants to know how you are, how you are alive. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Fair, <laughs> I'll let you fair. know when I have an answer. <laughs> okay. At, at, at this point, it's like it, it's like Darth Maul, except instead of rage, it's just like I don't even know if self-loathing is the right thing to say, but like just so, yeah, something that is just that shouldn't be keeping me alive normally is somehow still. So okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if uh. If you, if you need to chat, let me know. The Calgary, there you go. The Calgary <laughs> Roughnecks. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> because the 
ducks are sucking as per usual. The flames are sucking and make me want to hurl myself off my out of my basement suite, if that makes sense. Uh, somehow, um, yes, but no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I need a break, I need an actual break, <laughs> yeah. Um, Getting back to Rory's comment here. Uh, oh, I guess let's, let's play the music, the, the tune to get us into the swing of things. Um, yeah, just right off the bat, Zegras benched for the last half-ish of the second period after taking an unsportsmanlike conduct uh, two-minute penalty, which the Capitals did not capitalize on. Um, no pun intended there. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, you're funny. <laughs> Un- unintentionally funny, apparently. <laughs> the um, yeah, that um, I, I had a point, and then I got distracted by saying the Capitals didn't capitalize on it, and then thinking that was funny, and now I don't know where I was going with that. But um, yeah, I, I think it was definitely necessary for Zegris to have some repercussions for the bad penalties. We talked about it on the watch along that we did, but obviously, you know, not everyone tuned in for that. So um, it's, you, you were saying like he's he's basically leading the team in minor penalties. Well, not basically, he is leading the team in minor penalties, almost leading in penalty minutes and has had pretty much no consequences for it up until now. Um, but Eakins has finally kind of set him straight or tried to, done something to set him straight a little bit. Yeah, so... I don't know if it's updated yet necessarily in the stats or that, but if uh, if it worked out how I think it is, Zegers is now at 68 penalty minutes on the season, which um, I don't think Carrick didn't get anything tonight, I don't believe. Mm, no, I don't think so. Let me just double check here before. There's Bolu, um Zegers and... Benoit. Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. yeah, Carrot got nothing. So yeah, Troy Terry or Troy Terry. Um, am I going to do this again? Yeah. Yeah. You did that. <laughs> yeah, I did that on Sunday's recording as well. Um, yeah, Zegers, if my math is correct, is now at sixty-eight penalty minutes on the season, tying second for with like on the team this year with Sam Carrick, who is a guy who picks up five-minute majors for fighting. Yeah. Trevor Zegers doesn't do that. I, Zegers, I think had the one misconduct. For yeah, I, th- 10 I think minutes. I, I think he got one ten minute. Yeah, but that's that. It, Even it's, it's still a that, big number though, without that, right? Yeah, like fifty eight penalty minutes yeah, and sixty some games. Yeah, that's, that's too much. Yeah, way too much. Like you look at his point production, which he's still doing good. Like, I was talking about it on uh, on Sunday. Like he's on pace to set a new career high. At, at, at on on Sunday would have been sixty eight points was what he was on pace for, um, and but like just imagine, you know, how, just even five, ten more points if he's not sitting in the box that much. Yeah. Right. So, and it is something yeah. we talked about. Just you know, just it's it's a maturity level personally but also just on the ice kind of thing and it's also just you know playing smarter right which will mm. come with with time right but it's just it, it's gotta lessen up it has to so oh, like for sure yeah like zegris and the team itself like i i get it this team like we 
you want to see the team win, but we we want them to tank, right? And as much as we you know want them to tank, like having Zegers in the box that much just hurts the team. It's not good for the team so as a much. whole. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Even just the morale around the team, or like in the future, like Zegers isn't going to get the benefit of the doubt on any calls. So like it just in the long term, it just hurts the team. Yeah, exactly. So that's got to stop. But anyway, like the last time he got benched, though, he went out and scored a goal after the fact. So <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> I, I know that this wasn't directed towards Eakins, just, you know, it, it wasn't the way he was, was looking. Though, yeah. <laughs> but man, if, if he was given that like little tongue move to, uh, to I'm, Dallas Eakins there, I'm, oh I'm man. Up, I'm pulling up the, uh, the tweet right now just for anybody who's watching. Um, yeah. I, I, if I you're would love to. Well, uh, yeah, definitely. You can, you can check us out on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Ali does say he's such a brat too. Um, which, yeah, just while you're pulling that up, you and Annie talked about it as well. We got to remember that Trevor Zegers is like, what, 21? Yeah. Yeah. Like, find me a 21-year-old that is mature and like, you know, able to make, you know, responsible decisions and isn't, as Ali puts it, a brat. Like, they're very few and far between. So, Nate, I, I think me and you were like, relatively mature, but we were also, we, we did some dumb shit at 21. I I, I think. Well, not like dumb shit, but like we were. Oh no, we, I, we think we did, I think we did some dumb shit though, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's not like we were, you know, the like pride of our like campus or like our residence or, you know, or anything like that. And it's like, oh my God, look at these model students and human beings or anything. Like, and no, no, there was like nobody really was. Like, you're 21 years old. You're, Actually, I was going to say 20 into 21 specifically. If you want to go there, we were definitely not the 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 model. Uh, yeah, maybe it's not model parties. citizens, I guess. But like, like we were like that was the year that we threw parties at our place. <laughs> <laughs> like frequently, yeah, yeah. Like every second weekend, kind of thing. <laughs> Second or third weekend. Yes, where, because our parents yeah. are listening. Yeah, every every second or third weekend. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, Ali even <laughs> says, like, especially 21-year-olds with that much money, no wonder he has haters. Like, yeah, like, there's yeah. Th- there's a lot of reasons to not like, uh, not even just Trevor Zegers, but a lot of 21-year-olds in the NHL. Like, they, they can be bratty. So it's, you, you don't want to pass or excuse, like, all of the behavior because there's times where they cross the line, I'm sure. Like, even just going back to the Stetcher thing. And and even this is like... This is hilarious. I, it's hilarious. <laughs> but like, you know, there, there's, you know there's people out there that are like wildly offended by this. And like, it's, 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 it's not a gesture that mature people do either. Like... <laughs> this isn't how you say hi to people? Shit, I've been, I've been messing that not, up. Not, Whoops, not on this bad. planet. My bad. You, you, you say hi to people, but... <laughs> Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna. No, <laughs> it's. That's uh, how I open every show. Go back to every single episode. I open it by just flailing my tongue at the, at the camera. Yeah. While while the uh, the screen is still up, the intro video is still up. Yeah, that's exactly. what you're doing. That's what you're doing back there. <laughs> uh, Ali oh. says, "You, it's so cringe." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it shows my maturity level that I'm just like. I, I saw that. Maybe. I'm just like, that's fucking great. I like that. Yeah, like 
Yeah, no, it's don't, also, don't. It's also the it's also the personality thing that we're looking for in the NHL, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, don't like other people's faces, like Brad Marchand. Just gesture towards them. I guess. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So, but you know, if if this is what he needs to not take dumb penalties, let that tongue fly, baby. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> okay, there is the episode title, <laughs> right there. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> Let, let that tongue, tongue fly, baby. Okay, yeah. Just let that tongue fly. No, like obviously Zegers needs an outlet for, for to for his antics. We'll call it. So either he, you know, trips people and gets them all pissy and takes an unsportsmanlike conduct, or he just, you know, gives them a little tongue flick here and there. <laughs> that's so. If that's if that's all he needs, go for it, man. Yeah. Go for it. Like I said, let that tongue fly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, that, just, that's uh, that, that wasn't on my, my on my bingo card for uh, season four. Talking about Zegers' tongue, Zegers flopping his tongue. Yeah, it's the magic of the <laughs> NHL oh. and TQR. <laughs> yep, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh. Um, yeah, getting anyway. into uh, other things that are, are actually you know a little more relevant for this game. Well, I guess, actually, we did have this on the outline, so there you go. Um, but uh, Troy Terry extending his, his goal streak, not even point streak, goal streak to four games, which happened to be the four games that he's played since coming back from injury. Yeah, he's been looking really good, and uh, three of those games, if I'm not mistaken, uh, have also been wearing an A on his chest in the absence of Adam Henrique. A for um, goal. Say that again? I said A for goal. Sure. It's quarter after 11 here. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's well, been... Well, the C, and he's been, he was the passer. So if you wear the A, you're not the captain, so you don't have to pass, so you score goals. Ah, okay, fine. Makes, makes sense um, to me. Yeah, no, he's been looking really good, though, since coming back from his injury there. That kept him out since, was that, January 6th, I think. Um, yeah, he's been looking good. He's been finding his way to the net, and it's really good to see, not only coming back from injury, but he went on that massive dry spell basically of uh not being able to put the puck in the net what was it 15 um, games or something yeah something wild like that so yeah no he was looking good uh or he, he has been looking good there uh since all of that and um it's another thing where like i just i, I jokingly say oh yeah like the ducks definitely listen because you know we were we were talking about how Terry hasn't like, hadn't been scoring or that kind of thing, and then you know he gets hurt. Obviously, he's not able to score while he's hurt. Um, but then he, uh, you know, like comes back and just decides to go off, basically showing like, yeah, you know what, I did deserve to go to the All Star game. I'm gonna rack up four goals in uh, in four games here. So, yeah, let's see him. Let's see him get five. I want to see it against Montreal here. That would be nice. That would be nice. Five game uh, goal streak for him would be. Pretty sick. Um, we got some comments here. Uh, Andrew saying, Nate and Carter, I'm here. Welcome. Even though you said you weren't going to make it, it's good to see you. Lucas, in regards to Zegris, says he's a bad boy now. Oop, breaking that <laughs> NHL poster boy. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we have a question from Allie. Just let me <laughs> prepare for this. Uh, <laughs> asking if, uh, do ducks even have tongues? And we are here <laughs> to tell you. That ducks do, in fact, have tongues. Look at that. <laughs> Disgusting mess. Jeez. Why is that something you just had ready? 
Well, I, I saw that she had it, so then I, I did a quick Google for do ducks have tongues and then went to No, no, no. And... Let's see your desktop. Let's see your desktop. Come on. You have that like right there. No. And you just That's how you start your day. All, all I'm going to say is don't go in the folder that says uh, Carter's secret stuff or that like, you know, taxes or whatever, because it, there, there might be things that are not that. Ali just saying, oh, God, why did I ask? Is that a know. duck or is that a goose? I, I honestly could not tell you. The the pictures that I found I think it's are, a goose. Are, are quite blurry. Uh not like physically blurry, but like the, the the lines between duck and goose are blurry. So yeah, anyways, we're just gonna leave this up here for a little longer. Aren't you glad I'm back? It's just like absolute chaos now, hey. It's good. It's good. And uh <laughs> Lucas says, I remember my first beer. Uh, uh, this anyways, is this is legit TQR after hours style. Oh, hundred like, percent. It's, it's always yeah. these post game episodes that we do that shit just completely flies off the rails. It's just like, like so more unhinged, somehow than usual. <laughs> yeah. Also, as a fun fact, before we get back on track, uh, oh. there is duck tongue recipes, so you can actually like eat right. duck tongue. So, which makes sense. You can eat it's like for like a turkey, which is like a more normal common animal to eat i guess you can eat like all of that stuff i feel oh. like i've seen duck like turkey tongue before so yeah <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> and you're saying i remember my first girlfriend ali says pepperidge farm remembers <laughs> uh, good stuff good stuff okay moving on uh anything else you want to say about this capitals ducks game or is it's it's like kind of what you would expect all-star yeah, giving performance of, a terry goals some bullshit by zegras like yeah it's about what i expected um bolio stepping up to fight tom wilson like not that bolio you know like backs down really from anything but that was also not what i really expected out of tonight's game that was a good tilt though um it, that, oh, yeah, it, it was it definitely went the way that i thought it would though and wilson i would give wilson the win um Bolio did get a couple good whacks though on uh, on Wilson there though, so that was oh yeah, it was good to watch because man, if that was uh, if that was uh, Sam Carrick dropping the f- gloves with Tom Wilson, that it wouldn't have lasted nearly that long. No, no, way. definitely not. So, yeah. I mean, we did call um early on when we first acquired Nathan Bolio, we did call him Nathan Ross Ray Bolio. So yeah, and because uh, a because he looks like yeah. it, but b like he's he's a, he's a tough guy, so. Yeah. Uh, Andrew saying, I'm out. Peace, Andrew. Good to see you again. And Allie asking, did they do a tribute thank you to Sonny last time they played? Uh, well, last time uh, they played been... was in Washington, so I guess it would have been tonight if they would have I... done one, and I don't think so. Yeah. Mind you, I have the volume pretty low when we're doing those watch-alongs just so I can hear Carter more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't say, but... see any like visual thing that would lead me to believe that they did, though. Yeah, so. yeah, which which makes sense. He only played there for a season, so. To be fair, there's some teams that have done it for guys who have played less than a season with the team. Yeah, no, no, they have for sure, but, but. it's it, it's less or it's like more acceptable. Like I guess if you don't do it for a guy that's only been there for like a short period yeah. of time, but if it's been like a couple seasons, then you know you might, um, you, you would kind of expect it. I think so. Yeah, exactly. So, 
That's true. He did do the uh, alley oop. So the dish again. Yeah, it's a big deal. But um, yeah, uh, I guess we can hop back to the Blackhawks and Ducks game on Monday. There, four two Ducks win. Um, I I don't have too much to say on this besides that Dostal, you know, put up a performance that is very similar to what John Gibson's been doing, and um, you know, gave us a actually gave us a chance to win this game. So. Yeah, no, he was doing good. Uh, 923 save percentage there against the Blackhawks, uh, 26 shots against, which I had to double check like how many games the Ducks have had where they've allowed less than 30 shots, and I think it was seven, including that game. So, sounds about right, yeah. So, And to be um, fair, it's against the Blackhawks. but Yeah, without Taves and Kane, because Kane stayed back because he was mm-hmm. waiting on being traded to the Rangers, which has now happened. Um, but yeah, no, he, he played good. You know, the, the Blackhawks got nine high danger shots against and he saved them all. Um, yeah, he, he, he looked good in that game. So um, the other thing out of that game that I got as well, you know, Silverberg got uh, three goals in those three games uh, on that three game win streak there that the the Ducks had. It was good to see him scoring again. Um, those th- like those three goals made up to nine for him on the season. Like it, it's been rough for just points in general for Silverberg this year. I think he's only at eighteen. I don't think he got any points tonight. Um, mm, so don't think so. No. Yeah, no, no, no points for. Uh, for Silverberg tonight specifically. So yeah, 18 points on the season there. Um, even on like a third line role, like just with like, you know, how that line has produced this season, kind of surprised to only see 18 points. So it, it was, it was, it's good to see Silverberg getting on the, on the game sheet there. Um, another guy that's good to see getting on the game sheet who was held out tonight for trade related reasons, uh, which I love that that's become a thing this season. Trade related yeah. reasons. I, I do like that personally. Um, what was the thing a couple of years ago with the COVID, uh, like in the bubble season? It was, um, there was like a certain phrase that non COVID illness. No, no, no. There's another, or, there was another one. I forget what it was. Mm, um, I'm not sure offhand. Yeah. It was but, like a, it was another thing that was added to like, it was like upper body injury, lower body injury, and then something else. Undisclosed, but I guess that's kind of been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, not important, but it, it's kind of like the new, the, the new like buzzword for this season is like the the trade related reasons. Yeah. So I I oh there was was it the Islanders a few years ago I forget who it was but it was for like general soreness is the reason that they gave for keeping the player out. <laughs> oh really. <laughs> And I'm just like, I I feel like I'd get kept out of... Imagine just like you had, you know, like, uh, like the reasons for why you're out, like kind of in your, like your everyday life kind of thing. I feel like I'd have that one. Just Nate Thomas yeah. is dealing with general soreness today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because I've messed up my body so much already. Yeah. Um, hey, could you imagine using that like, like f- for like me and you for like excuses... For not going to work, like oh yeah, I'm not coming in today. Just you know, got got an upper body injury or just general <laughs> soreness or uh, yeah, oh, can't come into work today. <laughs> trade related reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Just hang I mean, up to, and leave him To on be that. fair, the upper body injury I probably could have used on uh, one job I had a couple of years ago because I was working out in a, in a lumber yard and I got my wisdom teeth taken out. So I wasn't able to uh, like lift very heavily for quite a while. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. So I, I, pro- I probably could have used it there. I have an upper body injury, so I, yeah. I can't I can't do aspects of my job right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I guess in in that sense, yeah. You I think can, it was like for anything longer than like a 16 foot two by four, I had to get help for, which kind of oh, sucked because like there was a lot of stuff there that like I would just basically throw around and I'm just suddenly like, I can't, like I, I'm not allowed to because I don't want to like, bust my stitches here in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but anyway, back to uh, John Klingberg. Um there here uh yeah he has been going off over the last little bit which is great as we are i guess this will be the last episode before the trade deadline for this season um yeah he just he was just racking up points he's now at uh, 24 on the season and uh, i'm just pulling up um his numbers here like even in the even in the last 5 games played uh he's got 4 points there um, and in the last 10, let's take a look. Where does that go back to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and 10. Back to Colorado uh, on January 26th. He's got two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine points in the last 10 games. So, um, yeah, that that's good for him. He just kind of realized like, oh, yeah, hey, the trade deadline's coming and i wanted to be on a contender this year i should probably play so yes card you have a question yeah i really didn't want to interrupt uh because <laughs> it has nothing to do with what you were talking about i'm going to take you back to 2021 in three words unfit to play oh yes right that's what it that's was. what it unfit yeah. to play yeah <laughs> yeah everybody got the unfit to play designation which essentially <laughs> meant you've tested positive for covid or we don't want to say that you have but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was thank cool. you to the uh 21 22 covid protocol released by the nhl <laughs> um yeah no klingberg yeah throwing up uh some more points lately or that so it's I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what Thursday and Friday hold for not only John Klingberg but for the Anaheim Ducks in general. Because, and I guess we'll we'll get into it here. Uh, I guess there's yeah, unless, unless there's anything about the black else about the Blackhawks game that you want. I no, guess we can just get no, into no, it right no. now. Yeah. Now let's do it. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. They. You know, the Ducks haven't really yet made a whole lot of uh, other moves. To say the least. Um, no, it's been very quiet. Yeah, which so. for a team that's supposed to be selling a lot, right? There's like there's a lot of pieces to sell that they could. Um, yeah, not not a whole heck of a lot going on right now. So uh, the Ducks and the Sharks made a trade, which at first I was like, wait a second. Um, but then looking into it, uh, the Anaheim Ducks acquired a 2024 third round pick from the San Jose Sharks in exchange for the signing rights to Henry, uh, Henry Thrun. So we mm-hmm. had talked about Thrun a couple of weeks ago, how he had said that, uh, you know, he informed the Ducks that he wasn't going to be signing once he was finished uh, his season at college. 
this year. Um, fourth round pick from 2019. So, you know, the Ducks getting a third round pick out of a fourth round pick, essentially. Yep. From Pretty a rival good. team. Yeah, sure. Why not? And, yep. you know, you, you might look at it and go, okay, well, like, Thrun's been doing good and he's now on, like, the like a rival team kind of thing. There's been a lot of guys as well that have looked like they were going to be good and haven't panned out. There was a lot of guys that, you know, were taking the last round, like last pick and turned out to be fantastic. Right. So you, you never really know a hundred percent exactly what you're going to get out of a draft pick, wherever they're picked from. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, for all we know, Thrun might be a Barracuda for his entire career kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but. yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, the Ducks organization would still see a lot of him and he would probably make the organization pay as a whole. It would just, yeah. it would be at the AHL level, not the NHL level. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, and, and then Ducks claiming uh, D-man Scott Harrington who made his uh, Ducks debut uh, tonight against the Capitals last night, I guess, if you're listening to the replay of this on Thursday. Um, he was involved in the Timo Meyer trade, um, went to New Jersey, who then waived him, and we claimed him off waivers. So Yeah, so there you go. We got a Shark defenseman. They got a defenseman from us, just weird roundabout yeah. way. So, um, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, Harrington started on the third line tonight with... Uh, Colton White. Um, the couple of times that I noticed him out there, like, was good. I didn't really have any complaints he, he, about He made him, a good so. play on Ovi, like, who was trying to come into yeah, the zone that and was, just yeah, stepped that up was on when him. We, that was when we had kind of yeah. brought him up there, yeah. so That was, that was um, the most noticeable there, so that was good. Yeah, he played 13 minutes and five seconds tonight. Um, got a shot on goal, 16 shifts. Yeah, he's just, like, that. that's a good guy to have for your third pairing honestly yeah exactly and you know so, ideally probably in a f- few seasons he might be that seventh defenseman or, or even just like just a staple in in the third pairing like um yeah i mean he's he, he's just solid defensively like I, I don't remember if you read this off 45 points in 238 games 238 games is a lot of games 45 points is not a lot even for a defenseman so um mm-hmm. it it just kind of shows that he is more of that defensive guy but you know he can generate offense a little bit so it's yeah no it's it's good this is actually a waiver claim that i'm like wow you this is a guy that you should have picked up and you did good on you yeah it's like like it was one that made sense yeah absolutely so uh and i mean too you were like we we need defensemen especially if klingberg's gonna be gone like yeah it's yeah We'll be happy to see him, or most people will be happy to see him go. Um, but like, you, you still need a body to fill that roster spot. Uh, Kulikov was also out for trade related reasons. Like, if he goes too, we, we need bodies that can play defense in the NHL. Yeah, we, exactly. We, we need somebody. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Harrington is finishing up uh, the end of his one year contract that he signed with the Sharks this year. Uh, league min at $750,000. So, you know, he's not taking up a bunch of RCAP. And, uh, you know, if, if it is just 
to you know fill out the roster for this year then he's done at the end of the year and you find somebody else right so where you, you look at the ducks uh contracts for next year and in particular their defensemen there is a lot of guys expiring at the end of this year and i think we've talked mm-hmm. about it it was either Annie and I talked about it on Sunday or we talked about it last Wednesday. Um, they got a lot of work to do on the back end in terms of personnel. Oh, yeah. So, uh, which could be a good thing, right? You might be able to go out and go like to, to different free agents that are available and be like, Hey, like we can offer you this. And like, you can actually pick up like quite a few good guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, there's a little more trade discussion I want to get happening here, but uh, I think now is a good time to take a quick break. We'll uh, hear from my friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and yeah, and then on the other side, we'll do a little bit more trade talk just to kind of maybe chat quickly about what the Ducks can expect uh, or what we can expect from the Ducks over the next, um, well, less than 48 hours, probably closer to 36 by now. Yeah, trades. Yeah, it's, I guess, noon uh, Pacific time on Friday. So, yeah, about 37 hours. So, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk uh, the lone upcoming game, Gull's update, and, of course, what's quacking on the other side. And we'll see you guys in just a minute. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So, what are you waiting for? Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. All right, welcome back. So we've, uh, yeah, got some work to do still, I think, trade-wise with uh, John Klingberg still in an Anaheim Ducks uniform as of recording this. So hopefully you're listening to this early in the morning because who knows if this is going to even be relevant by then. (laughs) Um, Again, was held out for trade-related reasons against the Washington Capitals along with Dmitry Kulikov. Um, You know, I... I'm not like I'm. I'm kind of surprised that it's been this long, but at the same time, there's been a lot of other defensemen on the market that I think teams were looking at that are. Uh, I'll, I'll just say it are better than John Klingberg or a better option. Jacob Chikrin, uh, Gavrikov, just to name a couple. Those guys have obviously gone now. Gavrikov to L.A., Chikrin to Ottawa. There's really not any defenseman left so if any team missed out on those guys Klingberg's kind of your guy I think so um, and if you're looking for more defensive defensemen um, Ekholm's gone he was kind of the only 
name, I guess. I mean, Gavrikov, I guess, was more the defensive guy. But, um, yeah, now Kulikov's kind of your answer. He's He's been traded the last few deadlines, too. So um, I, I think now's kind of the time, I guess, that teams are actually starting to inquire about these guys and, you know, a deal is actually realistically going to happen. So. Yeah, and I think over the last, uh, say, like, week or so, I guess, it's like I, I don't think that we're actually going to end up on Friday, you know, with the you know TNT, ESPN, uh, TSN, Sportsnet uh, trade panels all just kind of twiddling their thumbs and like trying to do stuff on the fly, kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think I think we are still going to see like a fair amount of trades on Friday because I feel like the kind of like the last week has been kind of just everybody figuring out like okay let's make it work to get these certain players on our roster. Right. And mm-hmm. then we can work around that kind of thing. Yeah. So let's, let's see what we have left to like fill in the holes and, and, yeah. and really bring us up to the cap because yeah. a lot of teams were like, and- let's shed as much as we can. Okay. Now we can bring in the Patrick Canes, the uh, Ryan O'Reilly's like those guys. And then, okay, we've, we now have, a million dollars left or okay now maybe let's just add a depth forward or depth defenseman yeah so yeah it's it's and just I, not going to be the big most exciting deals that you're going to see on friday during the the big you know long presentations so yeah and i think it's also because you know there's especially in the east quite a few teams that are battling for a wild card spot right now right so yeah but we're also teams that <clears throat> excuse me could slip and hard to recoup right so you just didn't, so didn't want to go move. for those big fish yeah, yeah you didn't want to make the move too early kind of thing uh if you're looking at the east uh right now at least um as of the time of this recording buffalo florida and washington all at 66 points uh just three points back of the pittsburgh penguins for that second wild card spot um but then you also have ottawa and detroit who are at 64 right who mm-hmm. Could have a quick streak. Hell, Ottawa's on a three-game winning streak right now, and they just brought in Chikrin. Yeah, so you, and you never lost know no other pieces. Happen. They only lost picks for Chikrin. Yeah. so like they their roster only got better because yeah, of that. exactly. Um, and then out of the West, you really just have well, you had a couple teams slip in the Seattle Kraken and the Winnipeg Jets, who are now the uh, Western Conference wild card spots. Um, I think Nashville's kind of decided, you know, they're a bit more of a sell team, right? With oh, like yeah. a trade of like Eckholm and that kind of thing. So really the only middling team in the West is, uh, I- I'm chuckling at this because surprise, surprise on my end, uh, the Calgary Flames, who are sitting five points back of uh, Winnipeg for that second wild card spot. But there's... It, it kind of feels like there's too much on their roster not to try to go for it. Um, as well, I, I think within like the last week, the Flames at the time, again, at the time of this recording, are the only team not to make a trade out of the entire league. You said that on the watch along, but I thought about it. I don't think the Seattle Kraken have done anything yet. Let me double check. But besides that, I can't think of any off the top of my head that like any others that haven't done anything um 
Yeah, okay, even like yeah, the bottom okay, okay, so, selling. Yeah, Seattle's last trade, I guess, was February 5th. That was uh, between them and San Jose. Uh, or Seattle got Jason, or sorry, Jacob Magna. Um, oh, yeah, February, yeah. I guess we're in March now. Right. Forgot about that. Yeah. But um, in terms of waiver claims, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I guess Seattle hasn't either. Okay. Never mind then. So yeah, I guess those two teams, but at the same time, like Seattle's kind of a the way that they've been playing, like, do you really touch that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but Calgary is a team that could still use a bit of help, especially finishing. Um but at the same time, it's yeah, I don't know. So I guess I guess those teams have tried to figure out what they are. Um, I think they have a lot better of an idea now at, you know, basically like two days or a day and a half away from, uh, the deadline. So I think you'll, you'll, you'll still see some moves here, especially out of those teams having figured out kind of what they want to do. Um, whether you're a, a Detroit who sounds like Stevie Y just wants to stay pat, um, if they get in sweet, if not, that's okay. Kind of thing. They're still set up for the future, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, maybe Buffalo tries to tries to do something to get in there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering about if Florida makes one more move because that's a team that they won the Presidents Trophy last year, did they not? And now you're outside the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not not uh, looking good there. So Washington's another team that's kind of. Decided their fate, I guess, um, in moving pieces like Garnet Hathaway, Dmitry Orlov, um, but then just kind of like retooling a little bit. So like they're not trying to go for it this year necessarily, but just thinking more ahead to next year. Um, yeah, like I said, Ottawa's on a three-game winning streak currently. So and they're like they're not far back. So mm-hmm. that's a possibility. And yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Those, um, those couple of teams who have figured out what they're doing, I expect them to make a few moves. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, last thing here, just in terms of trade speculation um, from Lucas. Uh, so, since we're playing Gibby off the trade talks then, I mean, I, I don't think you scratch Gibson for trade-related reasons because I don't think they're actively shopping him, but it's more yeah. if a team calls. Yeah, I think there's a difference between, you know, a lot of teams inquiring about him and Anaheim entertaining them, which it does sound like that is happening. You don't pull somebody out of the game, like, or, or scratch them kind of thing until, like, a deal's close kind of thing, right? Or, like, you've got pieces set yeah. and you're trying to figure out, like, a last piece or two. Or, or like, in the case of Chikrin, where it's like, we are trading him at the deadline. We yeah, will we work him. out a deal with somebody, yeah. so we're pulling him. Um, same kind of thing with Gavrikov. Like, he missed a few games before then as well. Whereas Gibson's not like, we're moving him at the deadline, whether, like, regardless. Like, no matter, kind of whatever we can get at this point. Like, that's not the case with him. It's, are we open to trading him? Yes. Do we need to? No. That's yeah, exactly. where the difference is. So, yeah, it's, l- like you said, it's... It, it, once you're down to a couple pieces, oops, then you're 
um, potentially moving him. Yeah, like Anaheim's and and Gibson, like Gibson, it sounds like he would like to go to a contender, like basically just play some meaningful hockey, which I, I don't blame him for yeah. uh, by any means. Um, but also, you know, loves being in Anaheim by the sounds of it. Um, so it's just more of a, okay, let's get a actual, like it's, it's basically don't make anything overly of it until there's reason to. Yeah. I guess. So, so. just, um, just in the interest of, uh, time here yes or no come Saturday sorry well yeah sure Saturday but yes or no come Friday 3.01 p.m. Eastern time just after the trade deadline is John Gibson still an Anaheim duck yes or no let's go back to Saturday yes or no. Just, no 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 sorry go, okay. go back to Saturday as the thing because you do still have trades announced like after the deadline because the calls okay. still have to go through. Yeah, whatever. Um, I would say yes, he is still an Anaheim Duck. However, yes or no? <laughs> no okay, I'm just kidding. Go no, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay, yes, he is still an Anaheim Duck. But I'm going to add to it just in case. Maybe prepare yourselves, Ducks fans. Yeah. Because there are some teams that could benefit from goaltending. John Gibson, if if John Gibson has like a year left on his deal or is in the last year of his deal, he is absolutely being looked at by multiple teams. It's not even the fact of the of his term, it's how much of a cap hit that he carries mm-hmm. is the issue right now. So yeah. Um just mostly in the interest of saying something different than you. Um, but also because this year has just been wild and players have gone that, you know, a month ago we didn't think were going to be traded. Um, I say no, he's not an Anaheim Duck come Saturday. Okay. Reasons. I'm going to have you elaborate on it. Okay. It really, it's just to be different than you and... <laughs> 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 that that's That's the majority of it. But... I don't know. I just because like there is just more than just the oh it would be interesting if he went back to Pittsburgh kind of rumors and oh is it he look at how fed up John Gibson looks like because there is actually conversation of he wants to play for a contender Anaheim's not going to be ready like in John Gibson's window essentially Lucas yeah. Dostal is ready now. I think like all signs just point to John Gibson like it's 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 finally time to move on, and like there's actually serious discussion going on, even if it's not like out in the public eye as much as you might expect. Um, but also, I think teams are—I don't want to say desperate enough, but this year things have just opened up on the trade deadline, like a little bit more than it, usual. Yeah, like in previous years it's like, oh, this player is on the board, do they get traded and then they don't get traded. Nothing happens yeah. because the deal's not right. But this year it's like, okay, no, this player is on the board and then and then it happens. Like the move gets done. Like Jacob Chikrin and Patrick Kane and even Ryan O'Reilly. It's like, oh, Ryan yeah. O'Reilly potentially out of St. Louis. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like that's not actually going to happen. And then like within a week he was a Toronto Maple Leaf and people lost their minds. Well, I did anyways. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked. And, so I think yeah, just this like, year, teams are more willing to go all in and get a deal done. Um, and on 
on the flip side, teams actually really, really want to make, like the sellers want to make the deals happen because they know that if they're getting a first or even a second round pick, they're still getting probably a really good player. So yeah. I, the, I, I think Patrick, both sides are more willing to make it happen. Yeah, I think the Patrick Kane one was really interesting just in the f- sense that like, like it's not the first time that we've seen a player necessarily dictate where they go because there are no trade clause or no move clause, right? Like we mm-hmm. just saw it this past summer basically with uh, with Matthew Kachuk, right? Um, yeah. Know, I think it was maybe three teams that he gave pretty much. About. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of like Patrick Kane, it was like literally just the Rangers. It was Rangers or nothing for him, basically. Pretty much. And even like the, you know, like Patrick Kane, like is like Patrick Kane will be traded to the New York Rangers. Um, details are just being figured out. Like you haven't really seen that. And like that was like a whole, it was like a, almost a, like a full day before like a trade actually happened. Mm-hmm. Right, it was like now it's like Patrick Kane will be traded. Just the details are getting figured out. And it's like, like how often do you just hear, yeah, that? Not very right? often. Yeah, uh, Rory says Drew last year also kind of dictated where yeah. he was going to go. So which, yeah, no, makes sense. He's very similar boat. Was in a very similar boat to yeah Patrick Kane there. Which, so. sorry, I should clarify. Like not that aspect of it, but like more the like a day in advance kind of thing of like they will be moved, but. They like the teams don't even fully know what is being moved yet. Just that player yeah. is the only thing known right now. Yeah. Uh, Rory also says Gibson gets dealt at draft day. Yeah, I definitely see it as more of an offseason move, but I'm just, yeah, kinda, if anything, I'm kind of, I'm, I've kind of stuck myself in the he moves before the deadline <laughs> uh, track. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I think, um, I think that's really all that's worth talking about because Adam Henrique's injured, so I don't think he goes anywhere. Um, and then everyone else is either safe or not really worth trading for. Or if they are, it's for like a fourth or fifth round pick or like a prospect. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Oh, there, yeah. But. No, never mind. I, I had an idea of a potential team, but. I don't even just off the top of my head. I don't think it works cap wise. Okay, but it definitely doesn't work personnel wise. I don't see the need in it. Okay, I was gonna say just New Jersey Devils, but Vitek Vanacek has been pretty damn good for them. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah, we'll just we'll just leave that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, let's uh, move on to the upcoming games here. Then, so we've got uh, just one actually, and that'll be Friday against the Montreal Canadiens. And both of these teams will probably look very different uh, by then. So there's really no point in going through the rosters, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, 7 p.m. Pacific time is the puck drop, uh, or is the time of puck drop there. Uh, it'll be the last game of this little mini three-game homestand for Anaheim. Uh, and then they don't play again until Tuesday, so we only have this one to talk about. But Nate, do you have a score prediction uh, well, the, first uh, off, we have played the Ducks or the, the Canadians before. Uh, December 15th, the Ducks beat the Canadians 5 uh, 2. Um, okay. It was brought up on the last, uh, it, was, it was brought up during the Chicago game, and that's just like the more recent uh, instance of it being talked about that I've heard. 
I don't remember like who I heard it from originally, but it's an idea that I do really like and just makes sense. There shouldn't be games on the trade deadline day. Yeah. No. Or even the day after, honestly. Well, yeah. Give, I mean, give the guys like a, a some time to move on that day, especially when so much is happening and so many guys get moved. Yeah. Or at least not early on like the Saturday or like early the next day. Like you could do yeah. later, I suppose. But yeah. No, uh, yeah. It's at least it, like it's on, hard to take two full days off, but um at least like on yeah. the day of trade deadline, there there shouldn't be any games. hundred really, percent that one, yeah. No, I agree. So, so. but um, um yeah, do you have a you said five two was the previous score? Yeah. Uh what see how the canadians are doing i haven't really been following them too too much as of late um okay well montreal looks like they're going to be playing la before us and i'm going to take a guess that that is a back to back let me if i think there's a cooperate with me here we go they, they, they do tend to be yeah, uh, yeah. so it will be a back-to-back. Um, they'll be playing the Kings uh, on Thursday night and then playing us on the Friday. Um, that being said, though, 6-4-0 uh, and oh in their last 10. Okay. Uh, they've won their last game. They're not great on the road, though, this year. 12-15-3 on the season. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to be optimistic about this one. And I'm going to okay. say 3-1 Anaheim. 3-1 Anaheim. Nice. Um, Dostal or Gibson's just going to, you know, feel pretty good. And mm-hmm. my, like Montreal, even being 6-4-0, they are down a few pieces, if I'm remembering that correctly as well. Yeah, uh, Kirby Doc um, is out. Um, yeah, that offensively kind of hurts them a bit. So Yeah, that's the only name I could think of off the top of my head for them, but... Yeah, um, I'm also kind of optimistic about this one. I think. Uh, hmm. I don't, yeah. Well, I mean, looking at recent scores too, even like three two four two, three two four two. We can ignore the Tampa six one there four three Florida. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna. Even though I predicted it for the last game against Washington, I'm gonna say four two for Anaheim. Um, I guess that was uh, that was also my prediction for uh, for Chicago here it was four two Anaheim and oh look at that got another one was that your prediction though it yes was it <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I'll still win anyways yeah we, uh, we're almost Ooh. at the end of the season and I'm up three one so. Oh yeah. In, term, in terms of team and getting both the team and the score, but yeah, we shall see on Friday what happens and who is still an Anaheim Duck and who is still a Montreal Canadien and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, all right, all right. Uh, Goals update, I suppose, is uh, next on the slate here. Yeah, we'll run through this here really quickly. So. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I could tell you did. 
Oh man. So yeah, it's been a little, little bit of a rough week for the gulls as well, but what else is new? Uh, they started off losing five, two to the Coachella Valley firebirds back on the 24th there on, well, that'd be Friday. Uh, Sunday, uh, winning in overtime, sorry, uh, 2-1 over the Ontario Reign, and then tonight, losing 6-5 to the Henderson Silver Knights, um, which puts them at, if it was updated when I grabbed this, 15-39-1, good for 10th in the Pacific Division. I mean, not good, but... You know what I mean. Bad for 10th in the division? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And this week, it's Tucson. It's all about the Roadrunners. March 3rd and 4th, so uh, Thursday and Friday. um, Or sorry, it's... I'm getting it mixed up because we are now at 12 a.m. local time. Uh, Friday and Saturday. (laughs) Friday and Saturday. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Playing the Tucson Roadrunners in Tucson there. Uh, And yeah, so we'll see how those games go. Uh, Your top five players right now for the San Diego Gulls. Uh, Taking a look here. You got a tie for fifth spot between Pavel Regenda and Glenn Godden, both at 23 points. Uh, Bogru slips down to fourth spot with 29. Michael Delzato goes up to third with 30 points on the season, 20 Damn. with the San Diego Gulls in 27 games. Nice. Uh, Nicholas Brilliard is in second spot with 34 points. And then the massive leap to our boy Rocco Grimaldi, 56 points in 54 games this season. Ooh, he's finally cleared the point per game pace mark, hey? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Look at him go. Ah, so proud. So proud. Yeah. Uh, we got Noah in the chat here. What's going on, Noah? Saying, I missed Hello. the game. What was the Zegers penalty for? Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. I don't remember what I don't, exactly I don't know exactly happened. what he did. It might have just been something said. But uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got benched for the vast majority of the second period, uh, came out in the third and scored a goal. So, yeah. And let that tongue fly, baby. Let it fly. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, goalies. Um, got uh, Gage Alexander and Oli Eriksson Ek uh, tending the pipes right now for San Diego as Lucas Dostal is up with the Anaheim Ducks right now. Uh, Eriksson Ek has played in 18 games, has a uh, 475 goals against average, an 849 save percentage and a 212 and 0 record on the season. Uh, Gage Alexander, a 343 goals against average and 878 save percentage and a two or sorry, a one, two and one record in four games played so far this season. So sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Um, yeah, th- that's another thing that it, I know we've talked about this before, but I am excited that, uh, or another reason I'm excited that Dostal is up in the NHL is that now Gage Alexander can get time at the AHL level. Um, yeah, I, I do really enjoy that, and that's uh, even though the team's not good, I think he's getting some very valuable experience there. So he's been collecting some jerseys this year, that's for sure. So oh, yeah, he's, he's played because he played in Winnipeg in the W in the WHL for the Winnipeg Ice. Uh, then he was playing down in the ECHL with. Uh, Okay, I'm not as good on my ECHL affiliates. Who's the affiliate for us? <laughs> You're asking. The I want to. I want to say it's the Tulsa Oilers, but I think you, you know I'm what? You're at, no, that. I think you're right. Yeah, 
Um, take a look here. Who is the ECHL affiliate? Uh, Farp. Nope. Nope. It's not what I'm looking for. Look at me go. The Tulsa Oilers. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, now all we need is for Gibson to be traded and then Gage Alexander to be called up to the uh, NHL and collect a Ducks jersey. <laughs> See, like, I would I would love that. Realistically, I think it would be Erickson Eck that gets called oh, up. Oh, yeah. Until that's, I mean, that's back, what happened last but, time. So yeah. yeah. But at the same time. You never know. It could be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, at, at least just to see what you got in Gage Alexander and, you know, yep. the third or lot to last or second to last game of the season. Like, fuck it. Who just cares? go for we're, it. We're playing Colorado. Fuck it. Let's put Gage Alexander yeah. in and see what happens. <laughs> like, either the kid gets lit up and we say, ah, it was Colorado. Like, it would have happened to anybody or he posts a shutout and we re- rejoice and sing hallelujah in the streets of Orange County. So. And Colorado will pretend in this does ice their full lineup for the playoffs and uh, and and goes into the playoffs going, shit, we lost to the Anaheim Ducks and Gage Alexander, who hadn't played an NHL game yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it'd be good. Be, be Kel McCarr is just like shoving another bag of kale into <laughs> his blender. McKinnon's just throwing chickpea pasta at everybody. It's like fuck, eat it. We we got to get going here again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Which, by we the get... way, chickpea pasta, it is good. It is good. Never never had it, honestly. So you have to come over. I got some actually. Oh, perfect. Got, got a date night in our future. There you go. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's time for one more obnoxious sound effect uh, to uh, end off this episode, and then um, just you know whatever. Whatever this is that Nate's got for us here. So I came across this screen grab of a uh, Twitter, but uh, what do you call it? Thread. Not even a thread. It's just like the initial one in the reply. Um, okay. So like but a, anyway, a though, reply. Yeah, Twitter. Reply. Yeah. So, but. Uh, you and I are both uh, fans of the show Friends. Yep. The last song that our band ever put out actually was the cover of the Friends theme song, I just realized. That's true, yeah. <laughs> at, uh, at the start of the pandemic there. Um, are you a fan of Kit Kat bars, by chance? Yeah. It's, like it's not Kat? my favorite chocolate bar, but I, I do love yeah. a good Kit Kat, yeah. Do you, go for, like, the, do you go for the chunky ones that Brent Burns is always on TV for? Or do you, go, or do you go for like just the normal ones? Um, generally I just go for the, uh, the, the normal ones, the, uh, the chunky ones. Just, I, I don't know. I, like, I've just never cared. Fair enough. And yeah, last, and last question, do you break the Kit Kat bar or are you a psychopath and just bite into it? I have not been classified as a psychopath and I do not, I, I've not, I've, I don't think I've ever bitten a Kit Kat bar. Good man. Good man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this tweet uh, stemmed from uh, Zoe at Zoe Mendoza Hall, who had a great idea for a Kit Kat commercial. Okay. 
She says, I really like want better there... than the Burns one. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I really want there to be a commercial for Kit Kats starring David Schwimmer, where he looks at the camera and says, do you ever need a break? And Jennifer Aniston happens to be walking by and says, really, you're still on this? And it ends with, we were on a break. <laughs> Good old reference to Friends and however many seasons that carried over of between uh, Ross and Rachel's relationship there well the show uh, was 10 seasons so but yeah. i don't think it was i feel like that joe carried for like three or four of it it was it was a lot yeah but uh kid cat replying immediately messages our marketing department <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great commercial though that, that would be how they haven't done, done something like that because yeah especially like in the 90s too like that would have been massive i think even now just with the idea of like binging shows and like friends being one of those oh, like yeah. top shows to binge watch. No, yeah, no, right. like it would, no, no, it would, yeah, it would still be really, really good today. And like a lot of people would love it. But like in the 90s, when the show was coming out, Kit Kat would have like made billions of dollars if they had done that. Yeah. Like at, at like the absolute peak of friends. Yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. And, <laughs> It's better than Brent Burns not being able to fit a Kit Kat chunky bar in his uh, in between, in between his, the gap in his teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, hockey players in commercials with gaps in their teeth, have you seen the new uh, Apple commercial where Subban and Thornton are out at night looking for um, Subban's lost tooth with their iPhone flashlights, and then uh, think Subban thinks he finds it and puts it in, and Thornton just looks at him and like shakes his head, and then they just like slowly keep looking. You haven't seen that one? No, I haven't. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's it's good. You've got to you got to go look at it. To be it's, fair, the only like live TV I watch is hockey games. <laughs> so. Well, that's what it's been on is hockey games. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Surprisingly, I haven't done. Yeah, I, I feel like every commercial break. Or at at the very least, every second commercial break, that that commercial comes on. But yeah, it's always the skip the it's dishes one. one. Oh yeah, with the with Katy Perry. Yeah. Okay. Your opinion on? Do you like? Are you annoyed of that jingle, or do you think it it's good? I could take it or leave it because I think the um and, and again the people listening to this from the states are going to have no idea what we're talking about because these are all Canadian companies, not not Apple, but the other two. Um, Skip the dishes is Canada only. I thought that was a, I thought that was Canadian. Or I think American it's Canadian. Too. I think it's Canadian only. They're they're a Winnipeg based company. So, um, but so yeah, I guess maybe they're. Uh, it could be down in the states, but the. I think I don't find it quite as annoying because the the Rogers wrapped in red event commercial made me like almost made me hate Christmas. Oh yeah, that yeah. It, that was the worst. Uh, it was awful. That's, I yeah. I hated it. I would I would physically mute my TV just for that. Like I would go out of my, like I could be in the kitchen yeah. making food I, during I, the commercial I, yeah. break, and I would hear that come on, and I would stop what I was doing, mute my TV, and then go back <laughs> because I just I could not stand any more of that no. stupid commercial. That was awful. yeah. No, I I do agree with that one. The skip the so, dishes one. My girlfriend and I were talking about it last night because it came on. That's like I can't get enough of it personally. I like it. Yeah. No, it's it's fine, honestly. Yeah. So there's um, there's the new one where they do like oh no, or maybe that's an Uber Eats one where they're trying to like 
come up with like a new hit jingle and they got like a bunch of yeah i think that's um, famous like songs yeah no no that's a new breeds one but so um skip the dishes was in the states uh but pulled out in 2019 okay so pull out game strong for skip the dishes there (laughs) (laughs) oh man just just couldn't handle zegris's tongue that that must have been it guess so (laughs) full circle i don't know what that means but you know i wanted to connect it somehow um all right well, Nate, if people have uh, commercial ideas for any other major brands involving friends or not, or Kit Kats or not, uh, where can they uh, get those to you? Uh, you can tweet those at me at Tate Nomas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Yeah, and uh, if you want to send me pictures of Trevor Zegras's tongue, um, <laughs> gifts, gifts or otherwise, uh, just please only Trevor Zegras's tongue. I don't want to see your tongue or anybody else's, only Trevor Zegras's. Uh, <laughs> You can do that at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 on Twitter. Also, feel free to send uh, pictures of, or not pictures, but ideas of commercials with Trevor Zegras's tongue to at Quack Report Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and, I don't know, comment them on this YouTube video as well, oh maybe, God. at Quack Report Pod. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Go Dex, go. See you later. Go Dex, go.